Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, we didn't fucking talk about the topic again. <laughs> um, uh, body image in the gay community. Yeah, we know what we're talking about, but coming up with a name is hard. It's not even that it's hard, it's that we literally don't ever have a single <laughs> conversation about it. Like, we talk about what we're going to talk about, but we're not like, what's that called? You know what some people do when they have podcasts? Plan. Yeah. Diary, write things down, try. What do you want me to start? Try harder. Yeah. Try, try again. Have good audio. Um, <laughs> go to an actual recording booth. <laughs> but over here at I Can Explain Podcast, we don't do any of those. <laughs> uh, while we're at it, uh, since since we're nailing it, make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. It really, really helps us out, so we'd really appreciate it, whether you're listening on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, iTunes, just to name a few. Uh, there's usually a subscribe or follow button, and yeah, it really helps us out, so get My that. favorite thing that you do is you do this little spiel, and then you go... Yeah. Wherever you Androids listen, who <laughs> like, you Android people listen to? Like we just have no idea. I don't know. No, Julie is an Android person. I'm really sorry for your loss. I know it's so sad. That, <laughs> You're such a green humble bubbles, person. Those green bubbles really stress me out. Yeah, it actually is like a huge thing for me. I know. Yeah. I, I've tried. She just recently got a new phone. And I was like, "So you're getting an iPhone, right?" And she was like, "And no. people are always like, oh my god, but you can like, you can change everything on Android.' I'm like, I don't want to be in here like crafting a phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, crafting like I want. I I do my beep beep boops. Yeah. I go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't need to like change all my icons yeah. and no. Like I'm paying a thousand dollars so my phone's done. I'm paying a thousand dollars for it to take good pictures and to be pretty True. and that's it. Okay, yeah. body image. <laughs> that's you know who should be ashamed of their body? Androids. Androids. <laughs> <laughs> Not Android users, I would never body shame them, but actual Android Androids, phones. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so we were talking in the last couple episodes, we've kind of talked personally about ourselves, about, you know, holiday traditions, New Year's plans, and we really thought we need to bring it back to the gay. Yeah. So we're going back to the LGBTQ plus um, stuff, and obviously we're going to pull on our personal experiences, but we also want to talk about like generally what we see happening in the community. Yeah. And in this episode it's going to be on body image. Definitely. We're going to go back to basics, Christina Aguilera. Let's do this. I don't know that song. It's an album. Oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> awesome. Off to a great start. I was a Britney fan. <laughs> well, you were wrong. Except for dirty, like wow. That was a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, body image in the gay community. So Brie was like, oh, we should talk about this. Especially because like, I think that it's different in the lesbian communities yeah. than it is in the gay communities. Mm-hmm. I feel like this I- is a topic where it's really going to benefit the two of us talking about it. Because we both have such different perspectives. Like, and there's such certain- different bodies. <laughs> you know? <laughs> true. True. From what I know, true. Yeah. From what you know. <laughs> ominous um um, yeah in the gay community i think that body image is like a huge problem Mm -hmm. and i think that there's like especially recently there's been such a change in terms of like body positivity not in the gay community i'm just talking as a whole Mm -hmm. um there's been a big like push for body positivity and like like plus size women and all that which is amazing but I think that that kind of like fizzles out in the gay community at least because I know there are like so many um, like bigger gay men and people that have a body shape that's not 
the ideal standards we've like weirdly set up. Yeah. And that, like, I never see any body positivity in the gay community. Like, it, no. there's no ads. There's no, like, people aren't really talking about it that much. It's like, you are hot with, like, a six-pack or, like, you're not gay. Yeah, you it's know? fucking weird. It's also weird that I swear people tie, like, their bodies mm-hmm. or the body that they want to have mm-hmm. with, like, their sexuality. Like, True. I'm not a good gay or I'm not gay enough if I yeah. don't have, like, a six-pack and I'm, like, dancing on a fucking pride float. It is weird that like even as well someone who's part of the LGBTQ plus community and has been to predominantly male gay bars a lot that outside perspective that I have as a lesbian woman and as a woman who obviously can't understand as as you would being a gay man in it with a great body it's it's fucking weird it's super weird because what I see is it's either like you're hot or you're a joke and it even the people that are bigger or people that do not have the standard perfect body type for yeah. a gay man, they almost have to like make themselves a joke. Right. And it takes me back to like being in elementary school and it was like honestly I think that's where funny people come from from being bullied in elementary school because Amen. you have to find gay your men. funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to find your funny through being bullied so you kind of start making fun of yourself and what people are bullying is a way of like empowering yourself or just getting through it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's brought back full circle and like extraordinarily elevated in the gay community. It's like, you're either this like really hot, like sought after gay or you're this like fat gay man who has to make himself a joke. And yeah. he's like, Everything that comes out of his mouth is about how it's so funny that he's fat. Yeah. Or, like, you have to be, like, the, the like, funny one. Like, you know, yeah. there's such... But Which is I, so sad. Yeah. I also find it so weird that the gay community especially, because, like, your community... <laughs> your community. Yeah. Your community. Um, <laughs> you guys don't have as defined... Like, we went through labels early yeah. on in this podcast, and they were, like, lipstick lesbian. Like, mm-hmm. they're, like, things that are more tied to like your personality traits than to your body whereas it's like literally I think almost every single one of like the gay typical types that people know of are mostly body. That's so true. I never really thought about that. Like I think of pretty much any lesbian term and while there's physical traits that might be stereotypically attached to them. Yeah. It takes a backseat to what people are presenting as personality and style-wise. Yeah. So it's not necessarily your body type, but it might be more how you dress. Um, so for example, if someone's, you know, a lipstick lesbian, they're dressing more femininely, and maybe they're presenting more femininely, they're coming off as a, a stereotypically feminine woman, none of that has to do with her dress size exactly. or yeah. anything. It's just like the assumption when it comes to physicality is that maybe she has longer hair, maybe she wears fake eyelashes, she puts on lipstick and she wears a skirt. Yeah. It doesn't have to do anything with her size. No. It's like so, the additions. Yeah, yeah. So like the the physical nature of the labels are more related to style. And then the rest is personality. There's very few, in fact, hardly any that... I can't personally right now think of one off the top of my head that is just descriptive of their physical body. Yeah. Whereas almost all the gay 
terms of types. Like I think literally like twink, that's like that's a body shape. Like bear, mm-hmm. that's a body shape. Like jock, that's a body shape. Like twunk, yeah. that's like they're yeah. all they all come down to some sort of like yeah. oh you're like a twink with a but you're this. And then that's when you would like talk about somebody's personality, you know? Like it's yeah. like you automatically just categorize them because of their and then I also feel like there are some things that's like there's like bears and stuff, but people are like, "Are you a hot bear? Or are you like just like bigger?" You okay, know? so for people listening, let's break it down. Right. Sorry, so, I forget that somebody might not have listened to me talk. So for let's go with the hours. description of a twink first. Yeah. What would a twink be? Starting body. Yeah. Well, As I mean that's usually the, what that it is. is. Yeah. So it's like somebody who's like thin, young, like mm-hmm. hairless, like yeah. not very muscular, like very like scrawny. Yeah. And like like boyish. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then And then a bear is like a bigger, like sometimes has like a like a belly, like a bigger man, usually mm-hmm. older, like hairy, like all of these are just like right. <laughs> physical traits. Mm-hmm. Like a jock is like somebody who's like very muscular, like has yeah. like an athletic body. So would you say when you say that people are like, oh are you a hot bear or a not hot bear? Would the not hot bear be like someone who would be looked at as fat and hairy and the hot bear would be like someone who looks like Thor and hairy? Yeah, but we just, like, break it down in weird ways. Like, sometimes... The, I'm saying it's fucked up because I don't think that No, that's I know. Hot. I don't agree with that but either. I, I'm saying what's the perception Yeah, but the... I know a lot of gays will be like, oh, but he's, like, not a hot bear, you know? And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that what mean? What does that mean? Like, sure, maybe you're, like, physically attracted to one of them or you're not, but that doesn't have anything to do with, like, if they're hot or Whether not. Whether or not Like, they you're are. just an yeah, asshole. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... The shame of it is, for me, is that... It's hard enough to fucking come out, and then you get into a community, and then there's so much judgment within it yeah. of, like, what you're supposed to be, and, like, what bracket you're supposed to fit into, and I can see that being, like, there's so much pressure involved with it. Just recently, I was watching, I love the show Catfish. Yeah, of course. And I was watching this episode with <laughs> this... You should never call me a fat-ass Kelly Price. <laughs> yes. That's the best the one. Best, the best. <laughs> So, I was watching the show, and there was an episode where I would describe the guy on it as a twink. His okay. name, I think, was Mikey. Okay. And it was really sad to watch. <gasps> I know the episode that you're talking about, and it's like his yeah. best friend in the end. Yes. That he, like, was, and then he stole his boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, it was... So, yeah. why it was so sad to watch was... I watch that show all the time. There's big personalities, and there's people that I would personally be like... I don't want to hang out with that person. I think they're so annoying. I think X, Y, Z about them. We would not be a compatible match when yeah. it comes to friendship. You're he was the about first. Me right now, <laughs> <laughs> he was the first person on the show that it wasn't even about. Oh, I don't like him. Like I would like, really genuinely him. unlikable. <laughs> it's just sad. Yeah. Because what was so sad about it? It was. Neve, the host of the show, like hit it nail on the head. It was like this kid came from this small town and he watched maybe Will and Grace and then he went on Twitter and saw like some gay memes and then he was like on Instagram and like following other twinks and he like collected in his brain what a gay twink should be and literally just kept saying the same like four sentences over and over of this like caricature stereotypical character that he had made up and even his friend at the end when they had the final conversation 
they were sitting at a table and his best friend was telling the host like up until like seven months ago when he moved to LA, he was just a normal, easy to talk to, yeah. likable person. And it's like he decided he was going to move to LA and he was going to become this gay person that he thought he should yeah. be. And everything was, so, there's a lot personality wise. Like he was like, I just want to tan and eat sushi and, and meet like, a sugar a rich, daddy, yeah. rich guy. And, and he was like, yachts. not wearing, he was like, shirts were oh, off and stuff when the they entire were... show, he was like, I don't wear shirts never mind pants like the whole thing it was like this big overdone caricature and it was just so fucking sad but the thing that was like the saddest about it it was like how much he kept talking about his body like oh I need to be like perfect and ready for my sugar daddy and I'm like without saying I'm a twink he basically said everything along the lines like "Uh, you know like take care of me and I'm gonna be look I'm hairless and I tan every day for an hour and I don't lift a finger because I'm blah 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 and it was just really sad to watch because I think there's a lot of that in the gay community I see it in certain levels in the queer women community, but I think it's so much worse. Totally. But also it's, for me, is that it's like people get comfortable in this idea that that's where they fit and they don't know how they can like make their own path. Right. So it's like, oh, it's easier for me to just like fall into this stereotype yes. because my body is what this. people see me as. So I might as well be that, right. you know? And I felt that way growing up a hundred percent. Like when I first came out, like I look back at the pictures of me when I was like, 19 like Mm -hmm. 20 I was so thin yeah like not like I like that was just my body like I had a super fast metabolism I could eat like whatever I could like work out like my body just stayed so thin and when I came out like people I don't think in my life many people have ever like called me a twink I think a few Mm -hmm. people did when I like first came out but that's like kind of where I felt like I had to stay like I was like oh well this is how people see me like that's kind of the path that I guess I'm in. Like, that's what I've been labeled as. Right. And it's so weird, because I was like, oh, I like I like playing sports and all this stuff, but, like, that's not how people saw me. In. Like, that's, like, I would walk into a bar, and people would be like, oh, it's, like, a young, hairless, thin yeah. man. Like, mm-hmm. that's just who that is. And you have to, like, like, nail polish. And- yeah, and then sometimes I felt myself, because I wasn't, like, as set in who I actually Mm. was like I felt myself like over indulging that like vapid kind of like you know like the personality that people assume comes with it and then I would be like what the fuck am I doing like who am I like this isn't yeah so weird and Mm. I would say 100% not maybe 100% Mm -hmm. of that came from how I felt I was being perceived from just my body Right, which is so fucking sad. Yeah. That you feel like you have to then create your entire persona over, like, yeah. what your body means. And how, I was like, well, I, I have this body, so I can't be super masculine because that, that like, that's just not yeah. what I'm putting off. Like, there's no way that I can convince people I'm masculine if this is what I like look it. like. So, so I was weird. like, I'm just going to, like, really amp it up and not, like, go. The, it was such a fucked up time. Yeah, so fucked up. Yeah, and now I'm, like, I'm mm-hmm. all over the place, and that's where I should be. Yeah. See, if... I don't know like I just okay let's go to the queer woman side of things like my perspective Wait, can I I just need to finish this yes part. oh absolutely coming into like these past few years mm-hmm. that's I think also where a lot of my like kind of body dysmorphia came from yeah because I had been so set 
in those ways and I had Mm -hmm. like as problematic as it was I had like come to terms with being like a thinner person so when I started like gaining weight and muscle like I honestly not now this is probably like a few years ago Mm -hmm. I honestly was like kind of confused as to where I sat in the community because I was like oh like my body body is changing but I'm like this is how people see me and it's just so weird so I was like oh well I don't really like my body now that I'm like right a normal weight <laughs> like, like but so it was weird. weird for me that I wasn't like underweight I don't know it's fucked anyways sorry. I hear you no I hear that like I I can't imagine okay there's no been no point in the queer women community that I've ever felt like people don't see me as Brie right like I don't think that my body has ever affected my position or perspective in the community which is a lot which is honestly polar opposite to what a lot of people describe to me in the gay men community. Yeah. Right? Like, my body, honestly, probably, I've, I've never even thought of it, like, when walking in a room or being referenced or anything like that. That said, obviously, while I'm not thin and toned and everything else, I'm not, you know, a large woman. So I understand that. You know, I have friends that, like, self-identify as fat. And right. they're, like, when I walk in a room, that is a part of my, pers- like, what people perceive me as. Like, I feel like I come second. It's like, oh, there's a fat girl. Okay, now what is she like? Yeah. So I understand that I'm not in a weight class or body type that it gets harder. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, because I, I'm aware that it does. And I would say I'm just, like, kind of an average weight. Like, no one would be like, oh, my God, Bree's, like, so fit or, like, so thin or, uh, the, like, Victoria's Secret is not calling me anytime soon. But I'm also <laughs> not self-identifying right. as fat. So I'm just kind of, like, an average weight yeah. for my, you know, self. So I'd like to say that first because I'm aware that people have it easier and harder. And I'm definitely privileged in that sense. But that said, I see throughout the queer women community, and I'm speaking specifically to Vancouver, that they make a point of, like, no body shaming, no right, anything, yeah. which I've never seen in, like, a gay-dominant space. Like, any of the events we go to, right on the event description. It's, first of all, like, no transphobia, no homophobia, um, you know, no slut-shaming, any X, Y, Z, respect all pronouns, and it's, like, no body shaming every yeah, time, yeah. right? Um, and it'll be, but like... But also, do you, would you ever see that in a, like, specifically gay No, event? but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you'd never so see that. In fact, it's the opposite said it's like hot boys like in there with their six packs on yeah. the cover photos like show up there. naked or dunk it in <laughs> like literally yeah. though, it's like really weird yeah. whereas all I see in queer women's spaces like even in particular there's this uh, event man up that is very like all body positive and uh, they have tons of drag performers that are all body shapes and sizes and types and they're very like there's zero shaming about what they're wearing or like oh it's certain body should wear this or that or present this way it's very open and like it's very much that environment and even in the summer they have a pride party that's a day party and outdoors they set up all these like outdoor inflatable pools and stuff and they make it like very clear on the page like there's outdoor pools like everybody is welcome there is no shaming for bodies like you can come naked you can come in a bathing suit you yeah. can come like any way you want like we will not even condone people like staring at you like that's not happening love that so it's so put forward Am I saying that there's not people that don't judge and don't respect those? No, but I like that the at least the organizers 
are taking a stand and saying it's not okay. Totally. They can't make everyone follow it, but the fact that that is the level of expectation for the queer women community in Vancouver, it's out there. Yeah. Whereas there's no level of expectation for that in the queer men's scene. None. Like it just doesn't yeah. happen. In fact, it's the opposite. Like I've seen and heard people that are organizing or running these events or are prominent figures in the community that should be making their voices known that it's not okay saying things that are judgmental totally. and shaming, yeah. right? Um, so I really like that about the queer woman community. Any issues with body that I have had as a queer woman are more... I don't want to say self-inflicted, but, like, in a way, like... I feel like they're, like, almost separated from your sexuality in a weird way. Is. As much as, like, you can't separate from your sexuality. But yeah. it's not, like, that was... I don't know. It's more I, just, like, a woman issue. Yeah. It's less of, like, a being a queer woman. It's more of just, like, a... As a woman, as any woman out there, you have to deal with body issues in the media, on social media, yeah. in movies. Like, you know, the leading actress is always this like beautiful fit woman and everyone knows like that's been talked about time and time again that for women there is a huge issue in representation in media for different bodies yeah right and yes does it get better every year yes but it, there's still a long way to go um so i feel that almost in a way what women in general experience gay men almost experience right. to a similar totally. degree in their own community. Yeah. Whereas like heterosexual men, do they have body issues? Without yes. Yeah. Um, are there times where they feel it? Yes. But is it a prominent expectation for them to follow? No. Yeah. Not, it's definitely it, not as much. as publicized? Yes. Not publicized that there is this issue, but publicized mm-hmm. that like this is what you, you should, should look, look like. Mind you, I guess it kind of is. Everybody in like Gillette commercials are always like ripped. That's true. But I just feel like there's not, like there's, I think for. You're not like, oh, look at this poster for a, a club event for this straight club. And it's like a hot guy and like a really hot girl. Exactly. Like, it's like, no. It's always, like, women selling their bodies, much more so from yeah. brands. Um, I would also argue that, like, the expectation falling on men is a lot more, like, be masculine, make money, yeah. be a leader, be tough. Um, all those things that come with, like, toxic masculinity opposed to body. Like, As that's opposed a to, there are six thing. bodies, which one are you going to fit into? <laughs> exactly. Like, here's my example. Like, if you had a man and a woman both are you know multi-millionaires like successful businesses uh you know great leaders xyz smart degrees and the man's up there and he's clearly overweight in a suit and a woman's up there overweight in a suit twitter's not going off about the man they're talking about how he's got a lot of money and he's like a great leader someone's commenting on what the woman's wearing in her body totally yeah so like that's the difference there's a there's a not to say that there's not issues for heterosexual men when it comes to body not at all it's just saying that women it's like everyone thinks they're fair game and like a punching bag to be able to comment on their body and what they're wearing. Or you see the same thing, you know, with women roles, like, Oh, asking them about what they're wearing and their diet. It's much more prominent than actors. Right. Like on the carpets and stuff. Or on the carpets, like so much more about like the carpets. (laughs) Oh, you know, all those carpets we walk. So I feel like in a way, like in the gay community, it like elevates it and it becomes it's it's like the women's 
space, but it's the difference is, is I think people now know that it's not okay to do that, or, or like people are working. A lot of that. the gay community though also like still think it's acceptable to like make those jokes because they yeah. have like that kind of humor mm-hmm. that they like don't understand that it's not cute. They're like behind in that sense, yeah, which is really behind. it's kind of sad because I think that for me because I'm gay, it allows me to understand other minorities better because of what I've gone through. So meaning like when it comes to racism, when it comes to transphobia, when it comes to uh, different body types, like different minorities in those settings, I can sympathize more with those people and in turn work as their allies. Whereas I feel like gay people, a lot of them, they, that switch hasn't flipped. Like they're not understanding that because of what they go through, that's how it must feel for that fat person to go through that or that black person to go through that. They're like, life sucked because I was gay, but the switch doesn't go off that that's how it feels for other people uh, in other... Mutual experience. Yeah, in other minorities. And (laughs) so it's weird that someone who could have felt very judged in their life is able to judge others. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, last weekend, watched I Feel Pretty... Oh, yes. Yeah, I watched that on the plane. And I honestly watched it. No, it wasn't last weekend. Sorry. It was New Year's Day because I was hungover and I literally was like, I need something mindless. Like, I was like going through Netflix and I was like, should I watch a documentary? And I was like, no, I need like just the most like, "Mm." yeah, totally. (laughs) Do you get, yeah, absolutely. That's what I needed. Um, so I was like, oh, Amy Schumer, I know she's problematic. She's like a white feminist. I get the, all the issues with her. Yeah. I don't necessarily support her in a lot of things, but I was like, I just am going to watch this stupid comedy. Movie. Yeah. Why not? And so I was watching it and I knew going into it that when it had been released that a bunch of people like had so many issues with it. Yes. Like they were like, it's fat shaming. It's like, she's not a big enough or ugly enough person to be in this role. It's not a woman of color. She doesn't understand like the issues it doesn't like she's like all of her friends are white like there were so many issues with it coming out so I honestly thought I was gonna watch it and be like this is super problematic Mm -hmm. I watched it and I like actually like for the most part Mm. genuinely enjoyed it a lot of it wasn't super funny which was my big issue with it it wasn't like a huge comedy movie but I thought it was like a a feel good movie I agree when I was on the plane same thing yeah and I was like I think a lot of people jumped to her being like, oh, she's this girl that, hit, like, she's fat and she hates her body because she's fat. And it's like, I, that's not how, obviously, I'm not a woman and yeah. I'm not, like, uh, overweight. Yeah. But how I took it from, like, a, a stepped back perspective was that it was an average woman. Yes. I would say that she has, like, I, she's not overweight at all, I don't think. No, like I think she, she has average I would say she's an average else. woman, yeah. average white woman yeah. who had very realistic body image issues. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then she woke up feeling after she had this accident feeling that she was beautiful, mm-hmm. but then the whole point of the story I felt was that she had been beautiful all along. Yeah, she had exactly. opened all these possibilities because she became confident exactly. in her already existed yeah. beauty. It would have been problematic if she actually turned quote unquote like beautiful. Like a hot chick, yeah. Like if she came out like a VS model yeah. and then it's like, and then she went back and was like, look, I'm still beautiful. It's like, ooh, you got all those things because of your oh, sorry, I'm like <laughs> mashing Is my feet raining? on the table. <laughs> I'd say she's doing gross little, little toes. Ambiance. 
Um, Did you? I literally was like, there's a thunderstorm. No, I'm literally just like scraping my feet along the table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I felt the same way. Like, she got all those things as herself, as the woman she was. And then she also, like, there was a part in the movie, I'm not going to try to like ruin it for everybody, but it's like, there's a part in the movie that she like starts becoming an asshole because she thinks she's so hot. Yes. And then she has like a humbling experience when she realizes that like that was her. And she's, like, not this different mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought that there were some issues with it. I also didn't think it was, like, a hugely hilarious movie It wasn't funny. Let's put it that way. No, but I was watching it, and I finished it, and I was like, I think I enjoyed that. Yeah. And then I was like, was I problematic? Do I need to cancel everything? <laughs> no, honestly, like, and I think there's something to be said for that it's really not about the body. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not about how fat you are, how ugly you are, how any of these things that people get perceptions and standards about. It's about, like, what you think of as yourself because I know people that I would argue have the perfect body and they hate their body. Oh my god, me. You're talking about me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, really skinny that I'm like, oh my god, if only I could drop 20 pounds and look like them and they, like, just want to be skinnier. Yeah. The carrot's always move Forward, right? So, I, whenever I finish a movie that I have like an opinion about, I Mm -hmm. always spend like hours researching it Mm -hmm. just to like see what other people are saying. And somebody said that it was like quietly revolutionary because it wasn't pushing any like boundaries of her being like a huge woman or like a person of color or anything. And they were like, people want more now. Like, people want movies that are, like, incredibly revolutionary if you're going to make it, which I understand, but to me, that wasn't what the movie was about. It was about somebody... It honestly, I think, was even more power... Not powerful. I'm not going to fucking describe this movie as powerful. (laughs) But it was more... It's called, like, 42%. Wow, it's literally... (laughs) I think you probably have, like, 30. (laughs) Um, I thought it was more important to me that she... This is a weird thing to say, but that she wasn't like incredibly uh, yeah, no, I get because it. it was like they're showing that somebody who, by all standards, isn't like heinously ugly, yeah, has these issues, yeah. And exactly. I was like, they're showing that so- like somebody that people would die to look like, yeah. like people like she could be somebody's goal, yeah. She still has these issues, like she's an exactly. average woman that mm-hmm. is struggling with these yeah. things. And even as like a gay man, I was like, I get that, like you're not hideous mm-hmm. in any way, yeah. but you've put these things on yourself mm-hmm. and now you're confident and people love you. I totally agree. <laughs> like I did my film Naked that I premiered at Buffer Festival and one of my holdbacks from doing that film because it was so much about like body and uh, sexuality and um, taking ownership for like my own body and my own sexuality and everything else. One of my holdbacks and fears from doing it was this is my story but are people going to like rag on me for not being big enough that was right. actually something that went through my mind which yeah. is like fucked up because it was it's about me and you shouldn't like I think that's something think that's, that's happening in 2019 is like well are you colored enough well are you gay enough well are you trans enough yeah. well are you fat enough like it should be more about people being empowered to be themselves and less about well do you deserve to feel these feel these things that's it's like it should be more about okay you're feeling these things like how do you solve it rather than are you are you like are they valid because you're not even that bad yeah exactly like like people need to move on from like people being in the extremes of these situations to allow them to think that you can have body image issues exactly because the thing is the reality is is that it doesn't matter your weight or size 
everyone can have body issues. Well, you know that like, even like Victoria's Secret models have like it body doesn't issues. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't like, stop. No, it's not like oh you've uh, actually you've reached hotness. You've reached you're, perfect. You're, you're yeah, great. You're good. And you're like wow I'm hot now. Yeah I'm done. <laughs> like it's also I find it so irritating that when people like think that because you don't like outrightly express these things that you don't feel them. Yeah. It's like. Come on. It's, a whole it's like, how big are your issues? Are they bigger than mine? It's like, no. Like, yeah. all people's Becomes issues. Becomes like a competition. Literally. Yeah. So stupid. Okay, here's one thing that I find interesting being in the LGBTQ community. Uh-huh. Specifically, if you are gay, lesbian, bi, you're dating someone of the same identifying gender. Weird. Comparing bodies. Oh my bodies. god, all the time. Because I There's, have an issue. I almost not even farther. Anyways. <laughs> or, or penises. It is weird though. Which I, no, it is weird. It is super because weird. Because I think a lot of people in... That is your body, I guess. He, yeah, it is. Heterosexual relationships where there's two uh, cisgendered people of opposite genders they don't realize what comes with dating someone who's the same gender as you. And the thing is like as different genders especially like people that are dating like metabolisms differ like you're so much bigger you can eat so much more than me mm-hmm. I'm tiny woman or yeah, like different exactly. you know it's like they don't some couples obviously have more similar bodies in like mm-hmm. heterosexual relationships but for the most part like there are some like mo- heights things like that or like, there's things that you can like almost blame on it like I remember being in a heterosexual relationship and the guy I was dating, like, gained, lost weight and gained muscle so fast, yeah. right? At the gym. And I was like, well, that's so easy because that's what guys can do. Right. Like, guys can gain muscle so much faster. Guys can lose weight so much faster. It's harder for women. Like, yeah. naturally, we have more fat in these areas where, like, guys, they don't, like, there was, it was easier to, like, even if, I wasn't saying this out loud to yeah, anyone or to, like, him or anything, but it was easier in my mind to defend my own body because it's, like, Okay, yeah, maybe he has the perfect, quote-unquote, standardized male body, and I've got this extra junk, but, like, that's because I'm a woman, and I'm curvy, and I've got boobs, and all these other things. Um, Whereas, there's an interesting thing that happens when you're in a relationship with someone of the same gender, or dating before you've been in a relationship where there's this comparison thing that happens. (laughs) Yeah, for single people like Sean. um, Where it's weird. Like, Julia and I a lot of times can share clothes. Yeah. When we can't, it's because I'm too big. Right. So... So that's like a real... It's a real comparison, right? And there's It's also something like so tangible too. You're like, God damn it. Well, exactly. Because it's like a lot of... It would be one thing too if I was like hyper feminine and wore dresses and she only wears men's clothes most of the time. I think 99% of her closet is from the quote-unquote male section of the store then it would be easier because it's like well I shop for dresses you shop but we wear t-shirts and jeans and we both like to wear hoodies and we both like to wear flannels and we have very similar styles there are things that Julia wear that I won't and there's things that I would wear that she probably wouldn't but I would say 80% of the time we would like to the same things yeah And there's certain things that I just cannot wear because of my body. So, for example, like, she'll get, like, a button-up shirt. And, like, the buttons will be, like, about to break on the front of my shirt because my boobs are so much bigger. And I love the way she looks. And I sometimes... 
as much as I'm looking at her as my partner and being like, wow, you look so hot in that shirt, there's a certain amount of jealousy that comes with it because it's like, I would really like to buy that shirt. I would like to wear that outfit, but I can't because of my body. Something that you just reminded me of, my roommate has quite... um, sizable breasts mm-hmm. <laughs> and she this year was doing the ride to conquer cancer right which is like for people that aren't NBC it's like a ride I think it's like 200 kilometers it's a, yeah, it's a, 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 a two-day ride mm-hmm. you like take a break in the middle it's you fundraise for cancer anyways she they send you your team uniform okay yeah and she put her team uniform on and she was like you know it's really frustrating to me even in this outfit I look like, like sex, not like she's saying, oh, that's sexy, but she was like, I'm literally like riding a fucking bike for cancer Mm -hmm. and it looks like I'm wearing like a, like a big tit, like out, and she was like, it's just like frustrating that I can't just wear like a biking uniform, live my life. Seriously. I I could do a whole fucking episode on this, but let me sum this up. My sister is flat chested and I'm Remember the time that she wore like that dental floss outfit and I was like, whoa. Well, this is what I'm saying. People, <laughs> people, when they wear, when they're, like, people don't understand. When they're slim and they're, like, have smaller chests, they can wear things and it looks pretty. Right. If I wore that, I look like a hoe. Right. Like, and I'm like putting this like on sexy, myself. Like, yeah. Well, I'm trying to be, like, this sexy, like, my boobs are out and I'm like, yeah. blah, blah. And I speak about that in the video Naked that I did on YouTube. I speak about how it frustrates me that if I put on a dress, like, if, I, if she wears a tight-fitting dress, it's like, oh, that looks nice. Yeah. That looks pretty. Oh, you look beautiful. If I put that on, people are like, whoa, look blah, at your blah, boobs, blah, blah. look at your butt. Like, they think that they can just grab my breasts. Yeah. That happens all the time. Like, holy shit. If she's wearing a low-cut shirt, it's just, it's just skin there. And it's like, no one even, like, bats an eye really at it. Yeah. Like, she doesn't wear bras. Fucking half the time her nipple's out because she doesn't have big <laughs> boobs. Like, no one makes any note of it. Yeah. But if I wore a fucking t-shirt with no bra on, people would be like, whoa, Pamela Anderson, like, settle down. If I wear a shirt that's low cut, people are like, whoa, the girls are out tonight. Yeah. It's frustrating because there are so many differences that come with different body types of the way that you're perceived. And especially being in a relationship with a girl that is able to wear more masculine fitting clothes and look more androgynous. Yeah. There's a certain envy that comes with that because she can wear that shirt and look nice. And you know, I think she looks super hot, but like, it's not like a, in a, Oh, you're a sexy woman way. And she's not getting like, aw- like ogled by guys and all right. that stuff. Oh God, sorry. Whereas it just doesn't work for me. And it's very hard when you have a, direct comparison because she could wear anything of mine yeah and there's i can wear 50 percent of her stuff that's the thing is like it's great um being in a relationship with somebody of your own sex Mm -hmm. because like um i don't want that to not be the case (laughs) (laughs) and Um, also you understand like there's things like sexuality like in bed, you understand each other's bodies better. Yeah. You like you understand what people are going there's, through. There's positives and negatives. Like when I have my period, she knows exactly what I'm going exactly. through. She's experienced it before. She's not grossed out by it. It's a womanly thing. You know, there's there's things that you if you're not of the same sex, you just never You'd, would. You would never like You can be empathetic towards it, but exactly. you've never experienced it for yourself. Yes. Yeah, so so there positives. are positives, but also at the same time I'm like I don't always want to look in a mirror <laughs> like when I'm like not a mirror like yeah. physically but like mm-hmm. sometimes when you like undress with your partner you're like fuck like that's like 
that's yeah what I'm dealing with. Yeah, <laughs> like, there that's it is. what I'm compared against. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's how it feels. Like totally. it feels like especially I think in the dating stages, like obviously like Julia's great because she's so obsessed with my body and like pours love on me in the sense of like wow you are so beautiful like you are so, you have such a great body like all these things I'm very lucky in that sense so I feel when I'm in those Can lower moments <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in those lower moments she kind of brings me back to like yes my body's different and yes I'm jealous of certain aspects of your body and your like clothes because of it but like you find me beautiful because of my body so that empowers me in a right. sense um but at the same time, it's it's so much harder to, especially I think when you're dating before you have someone doing that, when you're still at the self-conscious stage. Yeah. Like, I literally, when I used to date girls or sleep with girls, I, it would go through my mind, like, oh my god, I'm aware that their stomach is flat. Mine is not. Right. When we get into bed, they are going to have a flat stomach, and I am not going to have a flat stomach. Yeah. Are they going to think I'm fat? Like, is their perception that... I need to be their size or smaller in order to be attractive or is their perception or attractive to them like, that's what yeah, I mean yeah. attractive to them or are they going to be okay that I'm bigger than them like right. that would go through my mind or you know even things like if we're going to do it like vaginas yeah vaginas all look very different penises all look very oh, different yeah. it's very it's when you have one in the situation it's like that's the one that's the when one. there's two it's like you've got this and i've and, got this and here we are and we have a direct comparable so yeah. there's a lot of like body issues that can it's come also up with so that. hard to like push if you're feeling these issues and then you like are hooking up or dating somebody that yeah. you, it's so hard to like push those to the sideline when mm-hmm. you're like seeing somebody else with the same ish body as yes, you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so I can't imagine being in a relationship where that's kind of Neither. even more, <laughs> even more brought to the front. Like yeah. I know people, I have a couple that are, friends of mine that one of them she is like she self-identifies as fat she's a bigger girl and her other her partner is like tiny yeah and like that would be such a thing like that dramatic difference and she's actually had she's told me she's actually had hate because they do like youtube and stuff yeah she's had hate being like why is the skinny one with the fat one like, they get comments like that all the time. Or, like, wow, so-and-so is so much hotter. Why Why is she settling for so-and-so? Wow, or like, fucked, hey? Don't you see your girlfriend? Like, shouldn't you get on a treadmill? Like, why don't you start eating what she eats? Jesus. Like, she literally has done videos, like, about these comments. So, people are so fucked. And I think when, like, you would never have a heterosexual couple with two opposite genders. Because it's harder for people to compare. Direct, directly directly compare. compare yeah. Like, yes, you could be like, oh, wow, that guy's fit and she's bigger. Like... That's difference, but like when you have two of the same body type, two two of the same gender, people naturally go, "Oh, who's prettier? Oh, who has the better body? Yeah. Oh, who has the better hair? Who has the better like it's it's so easy to compare totally. directly." So it like brings this whole dynamic into relationships and if you're not with someone who really like empowers you in how you look, it's then it's easy to like get down. It's easy to get down on those. it, right? Yeah. Um, how do you feel like dating Guys, <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye. And, <laughs> and like being like, like going into the situation, do you feel like that pressure? Do you think that like you kind of like look for people similar to you to like take that pressure off? Like, what do you think? Um, 
I've always like I weirdly I've talked about this before like mm-hmm. I'm just like naturally kind of attracted to people that are similar yeah, to me look, like, and like as much so as I similar. wish I could not be that's how mm-hmm. problematic I am I guess um, <laughs> that's not problematic but then that's even, just like you're tight yeah even more so than like yeah it's like it's that, that first time you really drop trow <laughs> like you really like it's like okay and it's hard to like it's a weird thing to like get right into it almost because yeah. you know that like that person is like like surveying the foreground and so are you so it's like hard to just you know like oh yeah. time to it's like okay what what's going on here is there a weird dynamic with and we're just gonna go into it here a dicks with penises because I would argue that you have two vaginas, sure, vaginas are vastly different. If you're listening and you think all vaginas are the same because you watch porn or whatever, they are not. No. Like, vaginas are so different. Yeah. But, like, I would say that there is society-wise an expectation that a certain type of penis is better than others. Whereas vaginas, it's like, yes, looks-wise, but there's not, like, a added benefit or less right, to certain right. aspects of a vagina. It's yeah. like, oh, your vagina looks this way and mine looks this way. It doesn't mean either vagina is more likely to be a better vagina. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's that's very confusing. It also ties back to body because I feel like it, it's such a big thing in the gay community to like ask people what they are like sexually as well. Like there's like, oh, are you a top? Are you a bottom? Mm. And then tie that to a relationships. So you have people say something that's like a bigger person mm-hmm. even taller like you have yeah. somebody that's like more domineering looking and then yeah. you have somebody smaller people automatically assume yes. this is the top this is the bottom that's hardly and I can actually tell you like usually not how it works yeah. um, but then also add like dick into it it's just yeah. a very interesting territory to yeah. navigate my friend I was actually like talking about that I was like yeah it's like a weird thing when you're like dating somebody if you haven't hooked up with them to have that weird like conversation at the start be like so what 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 are we doing here? Yeah, what's, you know like what's where happening? where should i apply my efforts <laughs> <laughs> You know? Oh my god. And she was like, how do you do that? And I was like, to be perfectly honest, I'm at the point that I literally just, like, ask people. Yeah. Like... And that's the best way to be. Yeah. I think with anything sexually, and I will end on this note, I think that communication is key. And if you communicate what you want and what they want and it's all talked about, you're going to have a better experience. Totally. And also, I feel like you're going to feel more comfortable, which helps with the whole thing we're and talking also, about. And also, like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note... Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you haven't already... Compare your dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If you haven't already, uh, please follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. Um, and also, make sure to check us out on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. If you want to see what we look like in real life, you can follow us on Instagram at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. Uh, remember that every body is a beautiful body. We Damn love you right all so, is. so much, and we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>